We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, okay, we're back. Laurie and Julia show my talk about seven on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this uh, rainy Tuesday afternoon. Holly Roberts is in for Laurie today. Yes, she is. So while it's rainy and kind of chilly here, it's been swassy, swassy, swassy in the Arthur Ashe Stadium at the U.S. Um, Oh, my gosh. The U.S. Open. All right. So I am pretty into tennis. Really? What? Never knew this. I had no idea. (laughs) But like I'm watching it a lot more and playing it a lot more and whatever. Yes. So last night I had to tape every show on ESPN, like not related to tennis because it kept going on forever and ever and ever. And last night, Roger Federer was playing against someone who um, I think was rated past 50. He is. Yeah. This Australian John Millman, who is darling. He's 29 years old. He's hit with Roger in the past. Um, Never beat a top 10 player ever, ever, ever. His dad actually owns a tennis camp in Australia and um, he just is an all-around guy. He barely has a coach. His coach is like 25 years old. You know, he's 29. He's got a girlfriend. He doesn't have like the box of professionals and everything. He's like, just a guy like, playing tennis. Like like Roger Federer has Anna Wintour, who, by the way, how old is Anna Wintour? Late Ooh, 60s, early 70s? Her yeah, arms early 70s. are banging. Oh, her arms. Yes. Anna Wintour's arms. I mean, it, may, it could be because she's so skinny, because I remember when she walked by Lori and I in New York and we thought she looked like a piece of paper. <laughs> um, she turns sideways and disappears. I mean, but she's got muscle tone and her <laughs> arms looked great. And Roger's wife is wearing the biggest diamond in America around her neck and on her ears. And then his coaches. But no one was ever smiling this could be a spoiler alert people oh if anyone's watching it and doesn't know what happened last night i mean do you think that there's a 24-hour grace period and spoiler alerts i don't kind of know Mm. yeah i know well i've just let everyone know we're talking about tennis right now from last (laughs) night we won't talk about today but the match was three and a half hours roger started out great you know won the first set six three the second set looked like he was going to win it and then just everything went to hell in a handbag and you've never seen him Make this many double faults. You never see 76 unenforced errors. Um, he horrible. He was just horrible. What do you think happened? It was so, well, here's what he said right afterwards. It was 76% humidity. There's no air down in the tennis court. He's He just felt like he couldn't get air. I've never seen him sweat that much before. Mm. His shirt was just drenched immediately. 
And um, just said he just couldn't get it together. He was so bad. Oh, so that was really hard to watch. I'm fascinated that the conditions were this bad on this particular moment that he just like Roger Federer, world class right. athlete, just said, I got too much swamp ass to be good today. But I couldn't believe that he couldn't bring it back. I mean, none of his first serves well, were ever going in. I've never seen anything like this. He is it's very o- terrible. He is also the oldest person in the tournament. It doesn't matter. It does in tennis. I think it does. He's, what, 37? 37. That's, this guy was 29. A, that's up there for a tennis player. Well, it was really, you know, here's the article today. After Roger Federer's shock, U.S. Open exit, what's next? Is this a freak result or the beginning of the end for the 20-time Grand Slam champion? Oh, no. Do you think that this is the beginning of the end for Roger Federer? He's not going to win another major. That's my prediction. Really? What about you, Julia? Oh, Donnie, I'm really sad to hear you say (laughs) that. I'm just saying, I I don't think he's going to win another major tennis tournament. But he lost to this really tall dude, Anderson, at... On the quarterfinals or the semifinals, I think in Wimbledon, and I, I was watching it. and I'm like, why doesn't he try something different? Why does he not do something different? And I don't know. This makes me sad because he is. All right, I don't know. No, I mean he's one of the best ever. I know. I know. I mean, twenty. How many Grand Slams? Twenty. 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 Not too shabby. But we don't want him to be out yet. No, we still want him to play and be competitive. Anywho, this John Milner would be kind of fun if he was really kind of good because he's, it seems like everyone likes him apparently in the locker room and everything. He seems like a great all around guy. He had a good, he just seems kind of like a fun guy. And he would be fun to follow. Yes, he would. So he you're would in. Be fun. Even so I would be in. All right, good, 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 good. I good. would be in. If you're just joining us, we've already discussed Colton Underwood as the next Bachelor Virgin. And <sighs> we don't want to discuss again because Julia will fall asleep because no, no, no. <laughs> Colton is no. boring. No, people really, I think people have feelings about this one. Oh, of I, I sent it off to my kids and I got like, oh. Because ah! I uh, do they follow know. him from the world of sports no. at all, or they're oh, no. they're Bachelor Nation guys? I am I want to a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one. I've got game. two of them, so you have to guess. But um, Lara Spencer got married this weekend oh, in Vail. Mazel. Beautiful picture. She looked gorgeous. She got married in Vail to this entrepreneur guy, who, rich guy, filthy rich. Her yeah, ring, filthy rich. Her ring is bigger than a tennis ball. But, um, you know, Allie and um, George Stephalopagus were there and, you know, just said they'd never seen her look in Robin Roberts and never seen her look so happy and beautiful. Aww. So that's that was kind of fun news for them. And then I don't know if, um, oh, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to talk about this later. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Can you give us Jesus. at least a little tease? What are, well, I just want to <laughs> discuss discuss yes. <laughs> how I'm being treated by somebody. What? Oh. And I just want to know if I'm, and it isn't even anything, but I just, okay. I'm at the mercy of someone and I feel oh like the doctor is in, Julia. We can deconstruct well, let's this. let's this when we come back. We've got random thoughts too. Okay. Great. We'll right- you know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. We have so much to discuss. Okay. And All I'm right, still Julia. getting texts, emails, other other messages about Colton, the new bachelor. And 
one of my thoughts was maybe sexuality. He's struggling, struggling with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then I just got it from a couple of people. He's gay, gay, gay people. He's gay. Uh, uh, and he well, doesn't well. know how to deal with it yet. Maybe. Oh my. So there's, there's that. Yeah. Huh. There's that out there's there. There's that. And then Julia, why don't you take a well, seat on the couch over here? And, uh, well, here's the deal. This is, tell us your problem. This is silly. Okay. So I have, I have a lake place. Okay. A cabin. And, um, you know, I've rented out sometimes and sometimes I don't, but, um, finding help in another town is very difficult. Help to do what? Yeah. Clean. Clean. Okay. Uh, any, but any type of help. Okay. Handyman, clean, anything. It's hard because you don't live there. You can't schedule it. You can't meet with them. You can't do anything. Right. right. So anywho, I have this person, you know, you're desperate. You're desperate for someone to show up and do it because, you know, I'm not going to be there to check on things and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I pay this person in advance because that's who how nice I am. And... um. And she's really cool and she doesn't want to take the money until she cleans and everything. I'm like, great, great. And we work on the cleaning things and then I have to put together, you know, and people never clean your house how you want them to clean it. Okay. That's just a rule. Everybody has their own habits. Everyone has their own habits. Right. And um, so anywho, I've always, I felt a little bit like maybe I have to follow up on the cleaning a little bit. Maybe you need to put on a white glove and run your finger. No, 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 it's just basic stuff. (laughs) Like there was crap on the top of the stuff, whatever. So anyway, we had its things, but again, you're desperate. I am desperate, so you can't rock the boat or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the season has ended for this person to be helping me, and I know they don't listen and don't have any, you know, whatever. Oh, oh. Very far away, very Secret far away. It's in safe. Canada, it's in Canada. <laughs> hey, sure it is. <laughs> so anyway, it's all done, and I'm just kind of sick of all of it. And um, I you're sick of managing the people cleaning the house. Yes, and the people that might be staying in the house. So I'm just kind of done with everything. But the the cleaning person, you know, it's whatever. I, this is a this is a silly problem. But anyway, it's the end of the season, uh-huh. and um, this person wants to arrange where we could meet so she could return my sheets. And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you just bring them back to the, the cabin, right, and you know, leave them on the you bed? Took them there because I have laundry facilities there, and you just you know whatever. Yeah. And then I'm thinking. Oh, this is not going to go well and how to arrange when you're driving X amount of hours away to meet someone, blah, blah, blah. So I offered to pay this person $30 to return my sheets. Okay. That's very generous of you right. to Ooh, even include yeah. money in that. I was going to say, I, I said, I'll put a check in the mail today. Uh-huh. Just, can you just return it? Because I don't know when I'm going to go and when, how to coordinate and blah, blah, blah. This probably sounds stupid to people. Um, so anyway, just let's meet and change the sheets. And so that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm thinking, is is where this person lives really far away or something that it's that hard? And so finally, I find out the address because I send the checks to a different address of where this person lives. And right. so I get the address and say, just give me your address. I will come and get my damn sheets. Okay. Right? Yes. So I get the address. It's only like, I swear, 10 minutes from, from the- my cabin. So oh, you're saying so that she could problem? just go to the house and drop off the sheets. You've asked her, just look, drop off the sheets. But it's just so funny because my <laughs> sheets are like a hostage. And then I'm thinking, oh, this no. person lives so far away. Then I go get them. And then oh, you went up there and oh, you got the darn oh, sheets. What? Oh, I my gosh, my Julia. Back. Well, of course I had to, But I was up there. I mean, I swung by. Um, so I pick up my sheets and then I see how I think... 
people how, you know, how clean their places is is an indication Mm -hmm. of how clean your place is. Yeah. And so then I thought, I wonder if, whatever, this is a dumb story and I'm feeling really stupid. But anyway, my sheets sheets were (laughs) held hostage and I just thought it was the most ridiculous Ah. thing. But how? Well, did you ask her? You're so close. Of course I did. What did she say? Meet me. But this is 10 minutes. Stephanie, I know. <laughs> Do you think that she was trying to like Buffalo Bill you and know, put you in the basement with the lotion in the basket? I don't know. But now that what? I know how this person cleans her home. Oh. oh. So was, now it's unfortunate. Uh, and I even uh, said to her as I'm at her mercy, getting my own sheets back, <laughs> getting my own sheets back. <laughs> As I'm getting my own sheets back, saying, yes, "Well, thank you for everything this year. Would you be interested next year?" I mean, you and, said and you that, offered that, wait, to bring wait, her wait, back. Wait, 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 wait! This is how desperate you are, <laughs> Julia. I was so desperate. You're you had, desperate. Oh you don't gosh. understand. No, you think this is easy. You had to a clean. Help. You had a clean opportunity to make a break. Well, to I d- say. I'm going to take my sheets. Thank Let's you so much. What, what did, you, did, did she accept your offer to come back? Well, I just said, would you be interested? I well, mean, what did she say? It wasn't. Sure. Sure. Oh, that, that's just, a, that is a because, yes. Because I feel so. I, honestly, oh people. Gosh, but I'm Julie. just telling you, sometimes you are so at the mercy I, well, of other people. But my sheets were hostage and I just bought them this summer and they were $100. And I'm like, I need these damn sheets back. They're good sheets. It was just the funniest in the world because I'm like, give me my what has been seen cannot be unseen <laughs> I feel like that is a phrase that is you Julia but you now you opened up the floodgates though you had a you had an opportunity to make oh, a clean break to get the sheets and say thank you so much for giving me my sheets back thank you so much for all that you've done this summer it was lovely thank you Bye. but oh, you know but, but people are desperate for help sometimes I know they're desperate yes for help. they are desperate as a call, did, call her anonymous will, what did she what did she she's say? gonna tell you anonymous oh, anonymous hi anonymous Hi, my name is Amy. Oh. Hi, Amy. I, I'm in. I have a cabin in Wascott. Yes, which is not too far from you. Okay. Based on my general understanding. Okay. And I can't get help for anything. Oh, nothing. No. So you understand? When- I totally understand. <laughs> and everyone's kind of on their own, uh, you know, time frame. Oh. Thank you. No, like we're going to be there on Tuesday at three o'clock. Can't count on that. (laughs) It's no, but this is kind of how it is in a lot of lake communities. Don't you think? I know. Don't you feel like your friends deal with this too? (laughs) I mean, if they have, we we do. Anyway, I just, I just had to literally (laughs) stop and say, I get it. I get it. Oh, I mean, Amy. But that she wouldn't drive my sheets back 10 miles for $30. Oh, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. I th- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a little. That's even weirder than just trying to get help I know. and actually <laughs> expecting that people are going to show up 
when you oh. are asking them to show up. So I anyway, know. thanks you're for all calling, good, girl. Okay, thanks for calling. Thanks, Amy. It's just so silly. Yeah. It's just so silly. Ten minutes away. That's why I'm saying, Julia. No, you so didn't silly. think that she was going to lock you in the basement, and then you were there with your sheets in the basement, and she just yeah, throws you both for ransom. Yeah, cat food down there. And <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got her held hostage <laughs> down here. <laughs> Well, I've got hair in the sheets. Yeah, Moving right. on. If you want them both Moving back. on. But that was just like my embarrassing thing. And then, oh. even then, I've been treated like crap all summer. I ask, can you do it again? I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, well you're desperate. But here's a, Give I me feel, some random thoughts. I feel like before we leave, there's a good business opportunity for somebody who's listening to us in no, the no. Northland to start their own housekeeping cabin service, get a car, drive around, pick up clients, be reliable. And you—that's that is something that you could do. We for the also summer. could use an Uber driver up there. Okay, oh. <laughs> just in case, because yes. you can clean during the day and drive Uber, Uber drive at night. So, oh, all right. Okay, oh okay what do you got? Gosh, I have something for new parents out there. Okay, and this is going to concern you if you are expecting a newborn child on September 9th. If you want to win eleven thousand dollars, all you have to do is be the first person to name your child Harlan. Why, you ask? Because Harlan is the name of one Colonel Sanders, the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he was born on September 9th. How much money do you get? $11,000. I do it in a heartbeat. Really? I was going to say, I, it's really? not, not enough. I, I know some Harlans. <laughs> I was raised around Harlans. Oh, I've heard the name. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and now you're just eligible. I don't know how. Do you have to, is it Harlan Colonel Sanders? Or can <laughs> we just, That'd be better. can Harlan be the middle name? I mean, how would they know Harlan, if you changed it? Well, you get your birth certificate. Yeah, Harlan Original it. Recipe but Smith. But you just call him Hal. Yeah, that's true. No, Harlan is a really cute name, but the whole thing is, is if you legally name your kid Harlan, you're just put in a pool to be eligible to win the $11,000. But would you want to tell the story of that you named your kid Harlan? And I put the $11,000 in the bank the day you were born, and now you're graduating from college and you have $25 million. You're welcome. That's how it works. That's the math. Thank you, Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) You do chicken and scholarships right. Well, there you go. It, no, I would never do it. But I mean, it's not a bad well, you idea. Know, I, so many people are going to do this. I just know it. Really? You oh, think so? I, see, I think the people would also think so many people would do it. I'm not going to do it. I got to be honest. It all would depend on your situation. Sure. You know, but that's a good investment. $11,000 a day you were born. That is true. I mean, you got something going on I in know the gate. It. Most of us don't have Why? that going on. No kidding. Harlan. Harlan. If you're pregnant or know someone, look up Colonel Sanders' name Harlan. in the contest. Yes. All right, when we come back, oh, I want to know what people think of this, um, this new thing that's happening with moms. We'll discuss. Not named Harlan, your babies. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon, Law and Order. We're getting a new Law and Order show. It's going to be called Law and Order Hate Crimes, and it will be introduced in an upcoming episode of Law and Order SVU. And uh, like the title says, this Law and Order iteration is going to be focusing on hate crimes. Thank you, Donnie, for that. 
Yakult is trending. The yogurt drink was featured in the movie, the Netflix movie, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, based on the book by Jenny Han. And as a result of that snack being featured in the movie, it's led to a surge in sales with the company's stock rising 2.6% since that movie's release in August. Also trending online would be ruby slippers. The FBI has recovered the missing ruby red slippers. They went missing back in 2005 from the Judy in, at the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. And also trending online this afternoon is Nicki Minaj. She stopped by the Ellen Show, had a lot to say. And also trending Henry Cavill. He's signing on to a new Netflix series based on the fantasy book series, The Witcher. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at my talk 107. All right. So Jamie Lee Curtis, who's fantastic, uh, was on with Savannah Guthrie this morning or no, it's Hoda. Hoda. She was Hoda. on with Hoda and um, she has written her 12th children's book. Really? Yeah. Isn't, really? that, isn't that crazy? I feel out of it. I had and, no idea. And she, I've seen her on it, and Halloween might be happening again. So here, oh, it is happening. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. We've <laughs> yeah. seen a couple uh-huh. of images. Yeah. Yes. So here she is talking about, and I just want to see if people want to talk about this at all. Um, here's, well, here's what the book's about. Okay. Did you know she's passionate about writing, too? It's her 12th children's book. 12th. It's called Me. My Selfie and I, a cautionary tale. It's about a mom who goes overboard with her selfie obsession. You know, it's funny. I was in the park the other day, and I'm walking through, and, you know, you see everyone with their kids, and everyone with their kid but on their phone. And I was thinking, like, how important this book is right now. Well, what's most important about being a parent is connection with your child. Yeah. There's just no question. Read any book you want about child raising. Yeah. And they will say, contact Connect the yes. mother and a child connecting through their eyes. Yes. And unfortunately, you see so many busy moms, and all they're doing is looking at their phones. Yeah. So it's a cautionary tale. It. I don't think I could have written a book about the selfie craze from the point of view of a child. Right. Because I think children wouldn't listen. Mm-hmm. But I told it from the point of view of a parent. Yes. Who goes crazy when she's given a smartphone for her 40th birthday and she becomes selfie crazy. And it takes her kids to give her the advice. Well, it's ultimately her kids who put their hand up and say, stop it no more, which is where it has to go. When I looked at this book and I saw this is your 12th book, I was like, her 12th book? When you were younger, did you say, I, I want to write? No, I love no, writing? No, no. I'm a writer? Last thing in the world I thought I would ever do. Why? I barely got through high school. I just wasn't that person. The delivery system for education didn't work for me. Yeah. I just wrote books by accident. Be perfectly honest, everything I've ever done has been by accident, and it's turned out okay. So I'm one of those underachieving people who who have found their way really in adulthood. Okay, my favorite line before we discuss the topic is the delivery system for education didn't work for me. Yeah, that's very <laughs> that, well said. Yes, well and I, spoken. And I thought that's brilliant. I, I, I agree. I, I, I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested in math at ASU. <laughs> I, I really mean. wasn't. No, that just made me laugh. But the thing that I was thinking about, and if other people want to weigh in, and I, when my children were born, we didn't have phones that weren't attached to your car. Yes, my you know. Either. So I didn't right. have this experience. I went on so many walks with strollers to try to stop the crying, to stop the thising. But I would, 
honestly, I knew every alleyway in South Minneapolis and around the lake area and everything. And I would be some days bored to death mm-hmm. and think, oh, this is so boring. But yet it was just what you would what you would do. And so I have a hard time when I go walk around the lake by my place now and I see someone pushing their stroller with their smartphone right there and just reading stuff. And who am I to judge? Who cares? There's, you know, they're getting to do it both. You know, they get to do both. And I think it would be hard now to be a mom and not have a phone with you at all times because, of course, you need it when you're walking. Well, yeah, but she's talking about paying more attention to the phone than to the kid. I understand that, Donnie. So I just want people, is this just, does this bother anybody else? Is it just whatever? It's just the way the world is now. And when I see, you know, and it isn't that it bothers me, I'm just... It kind of raised something about... I think it does bother you. No. no? It bothers no, me if you no. leave your child in the car and you go into a store oh, and, okay. and they're under, yes. you know, five years old. <laughs> yes. That bothers oh, yes. me. Yes. That bothers me. That bothers me if you leave your pet in the car without the windows cracked. Absolutely. Yes. But I mean, yes. I'm just wondering if, if anyone, you can or cannot, 651-641-1071, it might be just kind of a... A silly thing. Well, you just kind of asking if you're a young parent, is this something that, you know, you're with your children, say that you were walking your kids? Are you multitasking on your phone? Is it something that you do in front of your children because your children are watching your behavior and then they're going to mirror it? But interestingly enough, it seems like in the story that it's the kids who are a little more... Mm, not tech savvy, but they're just, um, oh gosh, I can, sorry, I can't think of the word right now, but they've, it's intuitive to them. And then they see their mom using it in a way that maybe is not the way that they see how they yeah. have the relationship with the phone right. technology. And like at the fair, it was so wonderful because no one could use their phones because there was no, you know, the lines were busy at the fair. You know what I mean? Like when you're walking around the fair, no one's Oh was yeah, on because phone. you're going to like run into present. somebody. Yes. Everyone was present at the fair. It was so delightful. And then I was at a stoplight like like last night and it was kind of murky out and there's a guy walking across a busy road looking straight down at his phone and not even looking it up. I'm like Anyone could hit you. Please, please look up. Oh, my gosh. And no texting and driving. I see you out there on the interstate and your head is down in your phone and you're going slow. How about that? And you're causing traffic. And they're weaving. And they're weaving. I know it. That's your public service announcement today. Anyway. We have a a mom with a smartphone and her name is Anna. Anna. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm wonderful. So my husband is constantly on his phone and I just want to have time with him and my son but i get you know if you're at a park and you don't want to just sit and interact with your three-year-old all the time right the way the world works but i get annoyed when moms are on their phone and not paying attention to their kids misbehaving yeah oh yeah hello hello (laughs) right and so do you and your husband kind of have arguments about it Absolutely, because he says I. He says he can pay attention to what I'm saying, and I need eye contact. And then I ask him later what I said, and then he doesn't remember. Uh, oh no, you you're so onto so it. Because that's really, I think, that's rude when someone. For me personally, because again, I didn't grow up with them that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if someone I'm talking to is reading. Unless it's Lori, and I know that we can still hear each other, and we're reading, and we're doing our work, you know, kind of thing. That's a special relationship. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. I knew it was like you're having a conversation with someone else. Whether they're physically there or on the phone, you're having a conversation with someone else, so now you're not 
listening to the person right in front of you. You're right, mm-hmm. sister. Yes. Thank right. you, Anna. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for telling us that. And she's right. When the kids are misbehaving and the person's on their phone and they're not paying attention to their kid, yeah. like it's not my job to get, mm-hmm. you know. No, you're not there to police no, the kid's right. behavior. Who else do we have, Donald? Uh, let's hear from Alex. Alex. Hi. Hi. Alex. What do you think about this topic? So I have a 14-week-old, and I argue with my husband about this because he will try to feed her and be on his phone at the same time, and I'm like, can't do, like, this is not how you multitask. And babies, even from a really little age, they are trying to communicate with you in ways other than talking. Oh, and, sweet. Like, they, they know if you're on your phone and not paying attention to them. They want, they seek that eye contact and that bond, and I think that just goes all the way up until they're older. That's really sweet. I think you are onto something because how else do they communicate with you? Right. And I think the biggest gift, and I will say this as a, you know, my kids are in their 20s now, is that having that time together when it seems like it's forever, forever at times, but it goes so quickly that you're never going to have that again. Yes. Exactly. You know, well, you're right, honey. Fight for yourself. (laughs) Thank you, Alex. No, it's interesting to hear from young moms about how it bothers them. Who else do we have, Donnie? Uh, Let's see. I believe this is Tina. Tina. Hi, guys. Hey, Tina. How are you today? Good. We actually met you guys. I won that $107. I have that two and four-year-old. Awesome. Nice. Yes. Hi. Hi. We just got off an airplane. And so when Hi. it comes to technology, I try to even it out. They have to go outside or they don't get technology. Hi. But thank goodness for technology when you're stuck on an airplane for an hour and a half. Oh, like, yes. Before the t- flight even takes off, like they kept us on the airplane for an hour and a half. And so we have a fire kindle, but it's strictly for kids. And actually, my four-year-old has learned so much from it. Right. But he also also learned from mommy and daddy. So we try to even it out. I get technology. It's going to be with them. So at least they know it. You know, that's a really good point. Okay. Like, there were times when we were on a plane where I just wanted to give them the druggy Motrin. <laughs> <laughs> And yet, you could just give them a picture of the three little pigs and read a book on online or something. Thanks for the call. Bye, thanks, that, Tina. Oh, yeah. No, because I just oh, that would have. <laughs> yes. I remember. It, I was so I had, I against young ones on a plane, even having a video in the car. We never oh, had a video. We never did yeah. either. No, we had a we had a player. Not. We had a self player that we would take to Montana. I don't even have that. Well, we did because we went to Montana like three well, times that's a year and a drove. Long drive, yeah. yeah, and that, it's like sixteen mm-hmm. hours. But but I never had one. In the car, besides that, and I was just like... Now everybody does. I know, the seats have them. That's right. No, the sure, seats the have them. Yeah. Let's take one more. Oh, one more? Yeah. Hang on. Okay. Uh, we'll just... Uh, we'll, we'll, just we'll just fly blind. Hi, here. you're on my... Oh, oh, oh. oh. Denied. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. Let's see if this person is... Uh, hello there, you're on my talk. Would you like to hear from a grandmother of five? Yes. And, uh, and someone who's been a nanny for 16 years? Yes, please. Yes, we would. All right. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, am I on already? Yes, yes. you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Bonnie, Nana B. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. And whatever happened to talking to your child while you're pushing him in the stroller? That's right. Mm-hmm. And teaching him, teaching him all the colors and the ABCs and the nursery rhymes and the birds flying by and the raindrops. 
That can't be that can't be taught on your cell phone. Yeah, I think that was Jamie Lee Curtis's point. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. sounds, I think that's yeah. just a lovely point. Yes, and just yep. and being present is so much harder today because of all the interaction, all the noise and distractions around you, video screens on buildings, video yes. things, you know, and that. So that's a really good point, Bonnie. Yep. I bet you're an excellent grandmother. I am. That's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yes, confident Bonnie. That's really awesome. Thanks for your call. Thank Thanks, you. everybody, for weighing in. When we come back, we've got Hollywood Space. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? Uh, All right, let's get to it, people. What can is can I the... interject for a second? Uh, no. Mr. Not Donald. Right Did okay. you... you what, what would you like to say? Um, I'd like to... I just have a bone to pick with Hodakotby. Oh, okay. On the Jamie Lee Curtis when she said... How does 60 feel? Well. Okay. So she asked her how it feels to turn 60. Seems to be a double standard. If that's a guy asking a female, how does it feel to turn 60? Donnie, up and it was arms. not your turn to talk. Up and on. I'm just saying, I don't get it. Why Why would... Because women can ask each other that. But you are so against women being asked their age. Why should women ask other women, how does it feel to be well, 60? Well, listen to her answer. She had a great answer. Okay, I just wondered. Play her answer. Okay. 60 feels like I have no time to waste. Yeah. That I have spent plenty of time looking at myself. And that the whole goal of this book is to look at yeah. this obsession with ourselves. Okay. But she goes on to say, I, it's time to make things happen. We, I'm done being obsessed how I look. And she grew up in Hollywood. I mean, her dad is was Tony Curtis, and her mom was uh, Jen, Jennifer Janet Lee. No, what was her first name? Janet. 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 Yes. Janet so she grew up in the most obsessed household in the world, um, you know, with looks and everything. And okay. it's. I think that when we have honest conversations about what it means to be you know, 60, 70, I think you know, somebody who comes to mind in these kind of conversations too is Jane Fonda and she's having that big 83, 85, whatever yeah, she Yeah, and being open about it where it was kind of a oh, hush, hush, maybe I'm 60 years old and I'm in Hollywood, but then maybe just asking about it. Like, and, I think 60 looks amazing. I think that's the I other thing to your point, Holly. Okay. But Donnie, there I'm is a double standard. It just like seemed to me asked, that it was a man who asked her that. If you asked me how 37 felt today <laughs> after my last birthday, I'd be pissed because I was only 36. There you go. Okay. But, you know, it's Nerve. different. But I but I do think it's also so encouraging. Goldie Hawn, 70. I mean, you look at these people. That age used to be like, oh, my God, you've got oh, arthritis abs- on every finger oh, that, and that you're old. So that I think, yeah, we think about how our grandparents were growing up. And when they were 60 years old, 60, 50 years ago was a completely different experience. And so now it's exploring what that age means in 2018. Like, what what does it look like? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. We're, we're kind of changing the conversation around what it means to and, I, and I'm older. sure she didn't ask that question without asking her first. Oh, you think she asked Jamie's Absolutely. permission? Okay. Absolutely. Fair that enough. Because she yeah. had a very measured yep. and uh, thoughtful answer yep. to that okay. question. Yep. Thank I, you for I letting me so interject. Too. I apologize. Oh, Donnie, it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to spank you later. All right, here. Ah, whoa, that, sounded, that sounded really bad, and I'm not going to. Okay, all right, so here's something that happened over the weekend, and I just... tell. So. Okay, so Bobby Brown has this, I want to say a biopic, but I was going to call it a biopic, which is what I used to read this word as. But since I've been shamed for 13, 14, 15 years, it's a biopic. 
And in this, that's going to be coming out, it's the Bobby Brown story. It's a two-part thing that's going to be airing at some point. Who even knows where? And this came out of his book in 2016, Every Little Step. He said that he slept with Janet Jackson and then kicked her out of his bed. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And here's what he said. They began to argue over James DeBarge, whom Janet Jackson was married to in 1984, when an infuriated Jackson gets up to leave, Brown says, and Brown said to her, you're too good to be in my room. Then you can get the hell out of here. Mm. Do you really think he claims that he had sex with Janet Jackson then threw her out of his bed into the hotel hallowed? Hallway with just her underwear. He sound actually, Julia. I believe that story. If this really? happened in the at the 80, height of his new nineteen eighty four, new yeah, yeah, the height of his new edition fame. People thought he was hot. I never did. He was yeah. never my type. No, not really mine either. Mm-mm. No, but I believe it was true, and I believe it happened nineteen eighty four. It was before she was a superstar. Yeah. <sighs> Control was until, what, 86, 87 or yeah, something around like that? Yeah, around that time. All Ugh. right. Isn't that kind of gross? Yeah. Okay, so Kim Kardashian, you know, um, the Drake song, In My Feelings, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Because I want you. So in an Instagram video that was posted from the Shade Room, Nick Cannon and some DJ, academics, maybe? Academics is Ex- maybe his name. Discussed. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's <a DJ> name. <laughs> Academics. They discuss a feud between Kim's husband Kanye West and Drake. Ah. Uh. On Everyday Struggle, it's some it's some show. Anyway, Nick Cannon, if you remember, dated Kim Kardashian back in two thousand and six. Oh, a long, a long time, time ago, ago. Okay. So, um, they were talking about what this this little feud between Drake and Kanye West could be. And so Cannon said, you know, maybe there's something personal Drake holds over that whole family. Like he's, uh, yeah, you don't want me to say this kind of thing. Yep. So he's rumoring, gossiping, mm-hmm. la la la, leading a lot of people to say, did Kim sleep with Drake? Is she Kiki? Really? Kiki, mm-hmm. do you he love me? me. <laughs> and, and his unrequited um, love is actually that of Kim Kardashian right. because they hooked up with each other. But Kim squashed the rumor with a simple statement. Never happened. End of story. Mm. I actually believe Kim. I do too. No, is I don't think Kiki that she's a like, nickname for her or something. No, we no, 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 no but no, that's I the name. Know. Everyone's trying to figure out who that is from the hot, oh, hot no. song. Kiki. Kiki is the new do Becky with me? the good hair. Yes. We're trying to figure totally. out who she is. Okay, so those um, those Italian designers, Dolce and Gabbana, oh my are the gosh. crappiest men in the oh, world. They are yeah. going through male menopause and not being treated and i'm not saying female menopause always gives you the grumps but it it does sometimes to they some people they might want to look into some hormonal treatment for so, their ill behavior on social media they're terrible so anyway this this gal got married over the weekend she is an italian fashion blogger and designer her name is chiara faganini she married an italian singer and x factor judge fadiz leonardo lucia in the most extravagant ceremony over the weekend, I mean, like extravagance. There was a fireworks show, an after party carnival, a live concert, three custom Dior gowns that she wore throughout the night, but one high profile, outspoken designer mm-hmm. who let his feelings be known. <sighs> and he said on an Instagram documenting the details of her Dior dress with a picture of her, he commented how cheap 
the dress was. Aww. Oh, he can just shut up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just shut I don't up. Know well, who was this? Dolce or Gabbana? It was, um, let's see which one it was. Was it Stefano Gabbana? I think he's yes, the one was. who's really feisty on Instagram. She looked gorgeous and he's just jealous because she's a big Instagram star and she's getting all the attention and he's just a crabby old troll who nobody wants to pay attention to with his cheap looking pajamas. <laughs> Come on. Uh, he really stop. He really yeah, is. I like that. He is. Like the other things, you know, remember when he said Selima Gomez was so ugly? Yeah, he's just his comments about gay parenting and he's gay. He uh, said IVF is unnatural. He's crabby. Get a shot, take a nap. Yeah. He really looked beautiful anyway. She did. All right, people, we'll be back with some breaking news, I'm sure of it.